This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Yay! Hi, Dad! Hi, Dad! (laughs) (laughs) So, today on our Gangplank Report superfan interview, we have a very good friend of mine who is also a yacht chef, Tamara, and her dad, Lars, who is a big Below Deck fan, and I find that adorable. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. We're excited to talk to you. We're excited to be here. Good. I'm glad. Lars, when did you start watching the show? After I I found out my daughter was a chef. When I started working on the yachts, I was like, hey, daddy, there's a show on TV now about what I do, so you can go check it out. And so then he started watching. (laughs) Nice. So that way you could see what she was getting up to. Did it scare you after you watched and saw what they did? No. <laughs> my, my heritage is Norwegian heritage. Me too. So I have salt water in my veins. Exactly. We're fjord people. There you go. How did you wind up in Texas then? We're supposed to be in the cold. <laughs> I, I thought it was a good idea at the time. <laughs> what do you think now? I'm glad I moved to Texas. I'm sorry it wasn't sooner. <laughs> yeah. We came Fair from enough. New York. We came from Long Island, New York. Oh, okay. Were you born there, Tamara? Yeah, I was born in Long Island. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not sure we've ever Smith talked Town. about that. No. Ah. So do you all watch all of the franchises, or do you have just a favorite one that you follow? What's a franchise? Like, they have Below Deck, they have Below Deck Mediterranean, and they have Below Deck Sailing Yacht. I don't like the sailing yacht. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot lo- more like your Norwegian roots, though. They were sailors. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, we were over to Norway when I was younger. Did you? Yeah. I, right <laughs> I want to go. They're starting a new below deck up in Norway. They're filming it right now. Oh, boy. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll they're going to have a new one called Below Deck Adventure. So they'll be up. They're doing Norway and the Norwegian fjords. So that should be pretty cool. Oh my gosh, that's way cool. Yeah, 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 they're also starting one called Below Deck Down Under, which will be filmed in Australia as well. They just finished filming. Oh boy, Below Deck is going insane. It is. (laughs) That's one thing about Bravo. When they find a show that people like, they make a ton of them. (laughs) So you said you're not a fan of Sailing Yacht. Of the other two franchises, are you a fan of the female captain or the male captain? Sandy, I like Sandy. Good. And I, and I like Lee. Which one would you rather work for? Lee. Yeah. Uh, he speaks to you more? No, it's a little more disciplined. Right. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. He so, likes how he runs a tight ship. There you go. <laughs> and so you guys watch the show together now. Have you had a chance to catch up on the most recent season? 
and I binged it the uh, day before yesterday, and I've never watched that much below deck in one day. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow, I got an eyeful for sure. <laughs> it's been a crazy season so far. Yes, it has. I mean, I've watched seasons in the past, but I never watched a whole season all in one gulp. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's traumatizing actually, yes, if you well, sit down and watch it all at once. The reason why I don't watch it all is because when I do find myself watching it, I start yelling at the television <laughs> and getting all stressed out and frustrated like I'm at work with these people. And I, <laughs> I'm like, I change it. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the chef this season so far? I think his food looks pretty good, and the clients have said that it tastes really good. I just think he's really self-conscious, mm-hmm. and it shows in the way he talks amongst his peers and all that stuff. But his food looks really good. So that's what he's paid to do is make food that looks and tastes good to the guests. So if he wasn't on TV, we wouldn't know how weird he was. (laughs) That's very true. With a solid observation. The people who did the Oktoberfest charter that you saw, we heard her, Jennifer, talk in another group, and she actually said that she liked his food better than she liked Ben's. Oh, right. I I heard that on one of your other podcasts. Yeah. And, well, his food looked great. He plated it beautifully. It looked like it tasted real good, and the comments from the guests were that it was amazing, so that's what you want to hear. Sandy said it best when she said, Matt's problem is Matt. Right. So I think he just needs to... Stop trying to be liked so much and realize that what he puts out on the table says enough and that he doesn't have to call himself swag nasty or little fussy or whatever the hell. <laughs> he needs to be stop stop being lord insecurity and start going, look at my table, bam, I look what I did. Shut up and eat. Oh, I love you. That's perfect. That's exactly what he needs to that's do. That's what he needs to do because that's what I do. I'm like, I'm not insecure, but my food is my food. If you like it, cool. I love cooking for you. Here's my food. Right. His food speaks for itself. He doesn't need to call himself all these silly names. Lars, is she a good cook? Oh, my daughter? Yes. Uh huh. Of course. She is wonderful. What's your favorite dish that she makes? What do you like that I make the best? Granny stew. (laughs) Granny stew. Granny stew. (laughs) Nice. Is that a family recipe? Yeah, it's like ground beef with gravy and mashed potatoes. Yum. Mm. We just call that meat over potatoes here, but that's a big hit in my house, too. (laughs) My grandma, his mom made it. It's a family tradition. I'm coming over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then red cabbage, right? He likes that, too. Yeah. Sounds very Norwegian. In watching all these shows, from the perspective of somebody who's in the industry, I do the same thing as you do, watch and yell at my television and try to explain to my husband that not everybody that works on boats is this crazy, but sometimes they are. Yes. As we've discussed in your kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. We promise, Andrew, it's really not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Tamara stopped by on her way from Texas to Fort Lauderdale to do a couple months worth of work. She stopped here a couple months ago and then she stopped on her way back too recently. And so we have these conversations almost every time we see each other. So not everybody that works on these boats is that crazy but one of them that very definitely is, is Lexi. And I really, oh. we haven't talked about it yet because I wanted to wait until we did the podcast, but I want your take on Lexi. Dude, she needs to pack her bags and get out of yachting 
Yes. Faster than faster than she got in it. <laughs> but she has a typical, from what she talks about herself, she did Miami Day Charters is what I'm assuming. And she has the total typical Miami Day Charter attitude. Like, I'm here to look cute and pour drinks and don't ask me to do anything else. And it's like, well, goodbye. I didn't even <laughs> realize that. I hadn't put those two together that she did day charters. Oh. That would make so much more sense. It makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> that you're only doing for eight hours. You're not doing that days on it. Right. Yes. Doing day charters is a vastly different operation than what they're doing on the show and what Tamara and I do in real life, which is days and days on end with guests on board. I think your last trip was what? Three months? Two months? 40, 41 days. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a long I did, I did three charters back to back and then a 41 day owner's trip. But you know, yeah. we, we made good and now I'm here. It was all with the purpose of being able to come and spend a bunch of time with my dad. Works out very nicely. And I feel like after day three of a trip like that with Lexi on board, you would probably lose your shit. <laughs> She, she would have been pushed overboard. <laughs> but in real life, we work with people like that, that you have do, the wrong impression. Do. And you have to like, just, and just be like, stay away from me. And as a chef, it's really good. You can tell a second stew, stay away from me. So that's good. But I think second stew is a reach for her. I think that's a total fabrication. She doesn't even know how to make a bed properly. Right. Yeah. And being somebody that is as closely tied to the interior and has to work, hopefully, very cohesively with the interior team, you see people's strengths and flaws not necessarily even from afar, just within the first handful of days that you're dealing with them. And I feel for Katie, the chief stew, I think she's struggling, obviously, yeah. with this entire situation. And I've been through that on cruise before. I am fortunate that this trip I just finished was not like that. And the interior team ran pretty flawlessly. But I've been on trips before where the chief stew is having a heck of a time or the chief stew doesn't have the experience to lead the team properly. Right. Katie has the experience, but I don't think she knows how to control a Lexi situation. I'm sure on the other boats, it seems like she had, they were larger and the programs were way more sophisticated than below deck. So that's how you allow for a wackadoo like Lexi to be on board. She would not last in the real world for one outburst like that. She would have already been gone. So yeah. she makes for good TV, like a bad Real Housewives episode. <laughs> <laughs> Another Real Housewives. How come all of your friends watch Real Housewives, but you won't watch them? <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't I'm, bring myself I'm to exclusive do it. to Beverly Hills. Okay. That's the only that's the only one I watch because the rest of them fight like it's a like an episode full of Lexis and right. I can't watch the Lexaria that comes out of those people's mouths. <laughs> I can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Does so Lars watch Beverly Hills? At least Beverly when they Hills? fight, it's more sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Does Lars watch Beverly Hills with you? No. He's exclusive to Below Deck then. He is exclusive to Below Deck. Below Deck, we watch Below Deck, Blue Bloods, SVU. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff on history, a few shows on history. What is it about Below Deck that you like so much, Lars? I like the idea of the whole thing because had I known about that life or that career, I would have been in it and my whole life would have been different. Yeah. But it, uh, I, I like the whole concept of it. It looks like an adventurous life, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of it could not be real because of the nonsense. Right. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a fun program to watch. 
Yeah, that's what Tamara and I have talked about it before. And we have talked about the show specifically. And I have told her, I mean, although some of those things happen occasionally on boats. Yeah, in real life. (laughs) Yeah, in real life. If my career for the last 16 years on this planet working on boats was like below deck constantly, I'd be in a nut house. Yeah, I've been on a boat like below deck and I had to leave. But, you know, there are boats like that out there, but that's not my kind of boat. But they sure are fun for a minute. Where do you think the fault lies in that? Do you think that it's in the captain? Do you think that there's just some crew that are going to do what they're going to do? It's the crew. You think it's yeah. the crew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they really they do their shenanigans mostly off the boat. Uh, but I do have to say that Katie's allowing partying in the master cabin. I was like shocked beyond belief. I was like, I can't believe that's happening. I kind of have- wrote that off to COVID just because I don't know how many places they could go ashore main salon or there's after there's a fly bridge or that's a good master point. cabin there's a uh, 20 other places on the, in the boat <laughs> but the master <laughs> cabin come on y'all that's unprofessionalism <laughs> to the end well and i but think anyway. that's one of the things for tv it yeah. makes good tv but you're right i mean and I'm not saying that it's necessarily even superstition. It's just bad etiquette to do anything in the master other than clean it and leave it. That's what I've always been told. So I was just like, they're doing what in the master? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I could get the salon. I'm guilty of doing the salon, having drinks or watching TV or something, but party in the master suite? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's so many other places to congregate on that boat that the master doesn't have to be. But I think part of the the reason- Fly Bridge is a good place. Yeah, exactly. And you can hose it off at the end of the night. Right, exactly. (laughs) No evidence. (laughs) Out of all the locations where this show has been so far, Lars, what's your favorite destination that we've seen? Caribbean. Yeah? Yeah. Have you spent any time down there? A little bit. Mom and dad went to Atlantis one time. Ooh. In Nassau. Mm Mm-hmm. What else did you go? They went to Aruba one time. Went to Aruba. I would love to go down to the Southern Caribbean. I haven't been down that far yet. I heard it's really pretty. Did you like it, Lars? Aruba was an interesting trip. Mm -hmm. All the trees, the wind in Aruba is constant. It's not just breezy. It's a constant uh, breeze. And all all the trees on Aruba, the wind has all bent them the same direction. Really? Yeah, so you can't, get, you can't get lost on Aruba because all, all the trees point the same direction. <laughs> that would be good for me because I get lost very easily. <laughs> yeah. Jen's a little directionally challenged. I am very directionally challenged more than a little. <laughs> well, Aruba is for you then. Yep. There you go. I'll all right. To add that to my bucket list. Gangplank report, Aruba trip. I like yeah, it. I like it. <laughs> Aruba. There we go. <laughs> That's awesome. So we've talked about a little bit about the chefs and we've talked a little bit about the captains. As far as the rest of the crew, Lars, is there anybody in all of the shows that you've watched that sticks out to you? Sticks out? And in what way? Like somebody that's memorable. Lars, say Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> show, every time every time you're on the show, I go, that's my friend, Dad, that girl. And he goes, Oh, okay. But then he forgets. Yeah. Well, he's 80. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes I forget. You're, 
he always says, oh, she's a pretty girl. And then I'm like, that's my friend Adrian. Oh, she's a pretty girl. And then he says, like, who's Adrian? <laughs> he likes the pretty girls. I don't blame him. What's not to like about pretty girls, right, Lars? I'm afraid they're young ones. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be afraid of the young ones. It's scary out there. <laughs> How did I say California endowed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love you. That's funny. <laughs> California endowed uh, Forever 21 wardrobe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So Tamara, what would you say about the people that you would want to work with that you've seen on the shows? I would want to work with Captain Lee for sure. He seems like he's good. Captain. Mm-hmm. I like Sandy too. I like Sandy. I haven't watched Sailing Out, so I don't know. When you get to it, you will love Captain Glenn. Yeah. 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 He's a really good guy. You know who I actually do like, which Adrian probably won't. I like Rachel. She's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But you would be the chef on the show. I know. Who would you want to work with? I would like to work with Hannah because I think Kate's a bit snarky for my taste. But I do like Kate's dry sense of humor. I like that. But I like Hannah, Chief Stewish. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I like this one chick named Julia. I liked her. She was really nice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. of course, Amy. She's such a fun Sweetheart. person. Yeah. See, I know, all, I know them all from all the seasons. I do watch intermittently. I like, Have you yeah. ever worked with anybody from Below Deck? I did. I worked with Lauren from Below Deck Med. Cohen. I worked, yeah, Lauren Cohen. I worked with her. For about three weeks on a boat, I was filling in for the chef on that boat who actually was on below deck as well. He's a real tall guy with dark hair. I think his name was Matt. Matt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt Burns. He, Matt Burns. Yeah, I filled in in Matt Burns' galley while he was on holiday or something. Or maybe he was filming. I don't know. Yeah, I worked with Lauren. And right before we ended our work together, she said, oh, my season of Below Deck is about to come out. And I was like, oh, no. she's so sweet i'm like oh no i said are you worried about what they're gonna make you look like and she's like a little and then i saw her the next summer in newport she was on a boat right next to mine Mm -hmm. and so we went up to fastnet after we were off for the night and she was crying in her titos about below deck (laughs) she she has definitely upgraded her life she is now jayla's personal assistant she is the news broke on that she's so sweet i hope that is a really good gig for her because she's got a great personality and she's funny and easygoing and they didn't make her look so hot on below deck but sometimes you have to wear the coat that you left yeah (laughs) you're at the mercy of editing at that point exactly don't i know that yeah exactly (laughs) yeah poor adrian you know of all the chief stews that i've worked with i'm like adrian was like an actual chief stew on the show yes. so like they made her out to be such a horrible person but i was like she was actually just doing her job right. yeah <laughs> it's all these other wackadoos that were right yeah. putting dick blankets on people's beds and all kinds of crazy <laughs> nonsense yeah. yeah but you know who i love though i have to say that i can't go without saying that i love lloyd i yes. love lloyd. not love lloyd he's adorable I, mean, I like the whole deck crew this season they need to have a, you know how they have the commercial for Lee and the stud of the sea. They need right. to have like a Lloyd commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think all three of the duck team, if they could do their own commercial, I agree. Yes, yeah. Lloyd and Z and David. <laughs> They're great. They are a good deck crew. They are. Isn't it nice to have a crew that gets along and that isn't over the top? 
Yes, because um, there have been some chicks on that show in the deck that have had bad attitudes. I hate bad attitude people. It's just bad. Yeah. Well, and it's toxic. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a cancer that just grows like rust. Yeah. You've got to get rid of it. I agree. Well, Lars, before we end the show, is there a question that you have about the show that Adrian might be able to answer? Uh, not really. I, I kind of enjoyed a program. Very good. We just we'll found to... out that Captain Lee will be coming back. The show starts October 25th, the regular blow deck. So, oh, good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have to check back in with you, Lars, when they come out with the Below Deck Adventure series in Norway and see what you think. Oh, yeah. If I'm still here. (laughs) Well, we'll send prayers that you are. And you and I can watch our Norwegian heritage and talk about it. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad you guys were able to join us. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome, Adrian. It was our pleasure. And we'll definitely let you know when everything comes out. Tamara, do you want to go ahead and plug any of your social media stuff so people can see what you do? Anyone can follow me at at this gypsy chef on Instagram. Okay, great. Perfect. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Lars. We appreciate you talking to us. Thank you. I enjoy it. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for joining us for another super fan interview with Lars and Tamara. Please check out our next one and our regular recap episode next Tuesday. We very much look forward to having Lars and Tamara back soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties.